Welcome to Mamahood is a Trip, the podcast where we fully embrace the raw motherhood movement and all of the wild, wonderful, and why is this wet moments. Oh yeah, did we mention we're traveling full time in an RV? Time to welcome your host, Ashley Cluck. And buckle up, Mama, because it's about to get wild. Hey, Mama, I'm so glad you're here with me today. Welcome back to another episode in the Mama Diaries series. We are finally back home in my normal recording space, aka not in the front seat of my husband's work truck. And we're finally on the mend from a horrid sinus infection. I had a sinus infection. Our daughter had a really bad cold. It was just a rough couple of weeks here in this house. So we're finally on the mend. My voice sounds halfway back to normal. So it's time to record. Today, I want to talk about postpartum anxiety. And if I'm being honest, which of course, obviously I'm going to be, (laughs) what I'm about to share is a little nerve wracking because sharing these parts of your life on the internet or in the pod world sometimes feels a little too vulnerable. But I do it anyway because when we share our stories, our experiences, the ups and downs of motherhood, we're helping to erase the stigma surrounding moms and mental health. So let's get into it. Now, before I share my story with you, I want to throw a couple percentages your way. I want to state (laughs) that my opinions following these percentages are just that, they're opinions. So don't come after me. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I'm just sharing what's on my heart, okay? So according to Anxiety and Depression Association of America, 13% of new moms experience postpartum depression, three to 5% experience postpartum OCD, and around 9% experience postpartum anxiety. Now, when doing this research and trying to dig up some facts, and those are facts, you can look them up. I will make sure and link to it in the show notes for this episode. I was surprised to see anxiety percentages this low. At first, I was like, okay, Maybe this page hasn't been updated in a few years, you know, like since the spike in COVID has caused a lot of us, moms included, worrying obsessively about the health of our families, but nope, it was updated in the past month or so. And even then, are these percentages based on the number of moms who actually reach out to get help? Because if so, what about the ones who don't know who to turn to? The ones who are too afraid to reach out in fear that they'll be judged. That's why I believe these percentages are low and aren't a true representation of the moms that suffer from postpartum disorders of any kind. Postpartum depression is talked about a lot and for a very good reason. It's very real, very worthy of the attention. But what about postpartum anxiety and how does it vary from postpartum depression? Can it include any obsessive compulsive actions or thoughts? What are the treatment options? I've considered myself and have been called a worry wart for the majority of my adult life constantly thinking about all the bad things that can happen, sometimes stopping me from actually having a good time, even if I'm in a safe environment, because of the impending doom that I'm convinced will take place if I take a step forward. Take a second to imagine this mentality with a new baby at home. Is your brain hurting yet? If so, you could definitely be in this with me. I totally understand that a certain level of new parent worry is normal. Is she getting enough to eat when she breastfeeds? Is she sleeping okay? The, is she breathing checks, you know, when she naps? How can I keep her safe from COVID? All the things that you're thinking about as a new parent who had a baby in the midst of a pandemic. But when does it become more? 
at 10 months postpartum, am I even in the postpartum period anymore? When does that even officially end? Is there a, an, a, is there a ruling here? Somebody let me know. See, this is one of the reasons why I'm choosing to share this with you here today. I think, once again, my personal opinion, according to WebMD, I just had to throw that in there, that I've got what some would call high-functioning anxiety. So this way of life with this level of worry has just become my new normal. And now that I've put a name to the symptoms, I can't help but wonder, could life be better if I sought treatment? If I took the steps to ease the worry constantly racing through my mind? If I took control of the unwelcome intrusive thoughts interrupting my end of day showers, you know, the ones that are supposed to be relaxing? (laughs) I actually took a self-assessment online. Yes, I'm, I'm that girl through a website called for hers. And I'll make sure and link it. It said, listen to this. Okay. It said that I had mild depression and severe anxiety. What? I mean, don't you think that's a little severe? (laughs) I don't know. Let's talk about some of the symptoms of anxiety. Let's, let's talk through those. So constant worry that can't be erased, racing thoughts, sleep disruption, hyperventilating, heart palpitations, sweating, shaking, trembling, intense fear of death. There's more, but you get the idea here. A feeling of impending doom if I take a step in any direction. There have been times over the past 10 months, and honestly, probably before, that I would bring up random scenarios that I was thinking about to my husband. And I kid you not, the look on his face afterwards screamed, how did you come up with that? What possessed you to go to that extreme? And it's true because I can go from zero to worst case scenario so fast it would make your head spin. And it's exhausting to constantly be on all the time. After a lot of reflection and some conversations with some of the people closest to me, including my husband, who's very supportive, I've made the decision to reach out for help from my gynecologist. I know this is the right move for me because I feel like I've done all of the things that I'm able to do for myself, like getting enough sleep, exercising on a regular basis, limiting my alcohol intake, and the anxiety is still there. I still stand in the shower at night wondering how quickly I could get to my daughter if someone broke in almost every night. I still struggle with being in the new mommy bubble almost 10 months later. I still obsessively worry that if I'm away from my daughter for any amount of time, even though I'm leaving her in a safe environment with somebody that I trust that something tragic will happen. And this keeps me from reaching out for help when I need a little me time. I even delayed baby led weaning by two whole months, not because of Oakley's abilities or that she wasn't ready, but because of my own anxiety and fear of choking, even though I thoroughly educated myself on how to prep and serve food and how to perform infant CPR. That's the thing. Anxiety doesn't care how prepared you are or how safe the environment you've created is. It shows up regardless. And that's how I know it's more than normal new parent worry. And while deeply uncomfortably personal this is, I know that I'm not the only one out there struggling with this. So I'm doing it for you too. Whew, (laughs) that was a lot for me. (laughs) My appointment is coming up in a week or so, and I'll be sharing more about the journey over on Instagram, as well as doing another episode, update, check-in, whatever you want to call it, once the treatment has been decided on. Thank you for tuning in today, for listening, for being here. Until next time, stay well, mama. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mama Hood is a Trip. Be sure to follow the podcast wherever you're listening so you don't miss one Mama Hood moment. 
Follow along on Instagram at Mamahood is a Trip and head to our website at www.mamahoodisatrip.com to learn more and get involved. Until next time, stay wild, mamas.